Hi, I'm Alvian Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. So this one, Doug, is going to be an interesting one because it's going to require some personal revealing here. So the question is, what is your biggest regret or regrets? And if you could fix them, would you? And how might you do that? So would you be so naked as to share with our listening audience some of the regrets, any one or two or three that we can get in this conversation that you have and how you would fix them if you can go back and do that? Mm. Well, let me go from the general down to the specific, because I think that the things that I chiefly regret in my life are of a piece. They are really about one kind of thing, and that is about priorities. Mm. As a young man, I think I was very concerned about providing for my family, making my way in the world, accomplishing the things that I both personally and in a professional sense um, hoped to do. And like many men, um, I, a lot of that focused around work, job. I had an entrepreneurial bent, and that meant that I was drawn to starting businesses. Mm. A lot of work and a lot of time. A lot of work, a lot of time. And I think I took time that was important time I should have spent with my family. Not just my wife and my daughter, but everyone in my family. And I didn't invest it sufficiently mm. in their lives. Um, I would go through periods where I would come up for air, realizing that I had not done that. And I would, in a kind of clumsy way, shift focus and then be almost too focused. But it came in bursts. Mm. And... Uh, I think that lack of investment at certain key points, um, which at the time felt, I have no choice. I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, those were the lies I told myself or the rationalizations I, I created for myself. Um, Somewhere down deep inside, I knew that I needed to change my priorities. And then it wasn't until, in fact, you know, things occurred in my life that made it so transparently clear to me that I was able to begin to make that turn. But it still took a long time for me to, to get clear. And I think to this very day, uh, on a day-in, day-out basis, how to spend my time to devote time, regardless of whatever else is on my agenda, to the people in my life, is it's no longer the struggle that it used to be. If if anything, today I'm inclined to drop everything, and you know, someone calls me, someone writes, someone needs me to do something, I'm there. Mm. Um, but it hasn't always been this way, and I, you know, that's so why I would sum up the specifics. Um, 
with that general statement. You know, I could drill down on it, but I think that's what I want to convey. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. And you? <laughs> you don't have as many years to regret. Oh, but I, I <laughs> used my years well. <laughs> I, I definitely got a good amount of stuff stuffed in the years that I have lived thus far. So I, I have two more significant regrets during the course of my life. Um, my first would be my misuse of platform. Hmm. And what I mean by that is that early on in my career, speaking has always been something that I have been um, very grateful to have as a gift. And as a result, I was afforded opportunities to speak in front of large crowds. I was afforded opportunities to, um, in college in particular, to take over one of my professor's classes uh, teaching when she was needed to be someplace else, had other speaking engagements, so on and so forth. And she trusted me. Mm-hmm. And I was not mature enough then to recognize the responsibility that came with that trust. So I used those platforms sometimes to my own benefit in the sense that I was reckless with some of the things that I would say. I was not thoughtful about the impact that they may have on the people listening. And I did not understand the responsibility that I had to be a good model for those who looked up to me. And I have only hoped and prayed that God would erase from those memories or those minds, the memory of information that I shared that was not beneficial to those individuals. And that I would spend the rest of my years post-revelation of that, using my platform in a way that was helpful to the people who gifted me the privilege of their ears. I wished I had handled that um, privilege differently when I was younger. So that would be my first regret. My second one was using people as drugs. And what I mean by that is that I've had relationships with people in my life that I use them like medicine unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, to fill spaces inside of my life Mm. back then that were places that I should have done the personal work to heal myself rather than to use someone else's love, loyalty or affection for me or towards me in a way that functioned like a drug it it was my fix and it made things better for that particular moment and sometimes i would forget that what it was costing the other person to love me like that or to care for me in the way that they did to be loyal to me in the way that they did the investment that they were making in me i so cavalierly used to serve as salve for whatever my temporary emotional wound might have been. And they deserved a better version of me. They deserved for me to be more mindful of the price of their love, what that really meant for them. Because once that thing was healed, I would go back to whatever it was that I was doing. 
so to speak. And, and I've always been, like I said, I've been good with language. So I can always give people the right amount of lip service to make them feel better about my poor behavior, so to speak. But I always knew that I wasn't giving to them what it is that they deserve for, for the gift that they were affording me. And I still took advantage mm. of that kind of love, never with the intention of, intention of hurting another person, but certainly with the intent of getting my fill for whatever it was that I needed at that point yeah. in my life. And I regret that. And I mm. daily try to do better with the love that I have been afforded in my life because it has been generous and I don't want to be reckless with the generosity of that yeah. love. Interesting. In, for both of us, in talking about our regrets, we he, he, there's a note here of um, this. Here's how it has changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I think the point um, I want to tease at here uh, is. Um, I don't, you know, reg- the things that I regret in my life are, in many instances, things that in retrospect are, are painful I mean, to look back at and to be honest about. Um, I don't feel good about what I did. Right. But I don't feel bad about having regrets. Me neither. Because they are the um, indication that I've moved someplace in my life beyond them. That the fact that I can have regrets about these things indicates to me that I have an awareness of my behavior Mm -hmm. and its consequences. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to think I have taken actions in my life subsequently not to undo them because, of course, one never can. Right. But not to repeat them. Absolutely. And that's growth. That's maturity. That's the acceptance of responsibility. Doesn't absolve you. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't necessarily make you feel any better. And that's not its job. Its job is to help you reckon with uh, your responsibility to yourself and to everyone else. Your responsibility as um, a human being operating in the world, understanding that you do not exist for your own purpose and that what you do, how you express yourself, um, have real meaningful consequences on everyone around you to some degree, sometimes in uh, very dramatic ways. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, for me... Uh, Long list of things I wish I had done differently, handled differently. Wish I understood then what I understand today. Uh, You know, trite but true. Um, I didn't. I have Mm -hmm. to accept that I didn't. I have to accept that as a result of that, I hurt people or at least didn't meet their needs. Uh, So what am I to do about that? Well, don't do it. Don't Anymore, continue doing right. it, um, and do and it and try to get to the underlying reasons. 
mm. try to understand what prompted that. Because um, I don't think you can just make resolutions not to do things. I, mean, I think that's not, hum, human beings aren't built that way. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, you know, whatever vows they make to change last very little, <laughs> period, a very short a very period short of time before of time. They, they relapse. I know, I totally, I would totally concur. I think that the most powerful regrets for most of us have to do with the impact we have on another person's heart. You know, that with money, you can make money, you can lose money, you can make more money. But with people, love, caring, investment means something different. And we owe it to them to acknowledge that, to value that, and if nothing else, to not repeat the things that have created unnecessary hurt. Yeah. Well, one thing, not to be cute, but but one thing we don't regret is the time <laughs> that we, we spend each week uh, with you um, talking about um, matters of the heart, mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed um, this conversation. Um, if you'd like to uh, chime in, offer your thoughts, please write to us. Um, Doug at lovelife.digital or Alvian at lovelife.digital and special thanks to Kamari Mason our producer and to Todd Washburn our recording engineer who uh, help us bring these conversations to life each week uh, without their help um, (laughs) we'd be in trouble we'd be in serious (laughs) trouble yeah so We'll see you next week, folks. Have a great one. Bye.